0: My name is Caroline D'Souza, and I'm your host for this month's Think Tech podcast. In this show, we will be discussing the acceleration of digital transformation following what's been a turbulent year for many industries, the imminent explosion of data at a global level, and the scope for enterprise innovation moving forwards. I'm delighted to be joined today by Per Overgaard, Executive Director of Lenovo's data center group EMEA. Per, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Hi, Caroline. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so I'm Pay Overgaard. I'm the executive director of uh, what we call the MIA segment, which is basically all our products end-to-end. So that's running our executive briefing centers where we take good care of our customers. Current biggest one right now in Stuttgart where we do kind of like POCs and demos and customer events and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, so that's me.
0: It's excellent. Thank you. So, Pear, we know that 2020 has been an extraordinary year that has understandably caught many enterprise decision makers off guard. As restrictions around Europe again tighten, what beacons of hope are you seeing?
1: Well, first of all, I do agree. It's been a very, very strange period since, uh, I guess, February, March And well, it took all of us by surprise, and everybody has to work home, and we have to live differently, and all that stuff. And it's kind of like having a massive impact. I'm not just talking about the negative impact and the, the 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 terrible events on the backside of the pandemic, but it also has what I think is the most significant impact ever on the IT business, right? So you know, you and I have been discussing. The digital transformation for a very long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and we kind of like uh, was kind of like in the emerge of you know the technology coming up and people started to talk about IT transformation. It's happening now, right? So it's it's going yeah. ten, fifteen times as fast as everybody expected. That much, right? And 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 the good question is why? And uh, I think this because companies, everybody, ourselves included. Are realizing that we can do things differently, right? So, the working home thing, and I like, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. So, the working home thing is really good, right? Because it's like, oh, it's an eye opener for companies saying, well, we don't all have to go into the office every day, right? You can actually work from home, and be as efficient, right? I think the negative side is of it is that, you know, everybody's saying, well, we don't need people in the office anymore, right? I totally disagree right we still need Mm -hmm. to meet our colleagues we need to if you're a leader as i am you need to you know pat your employees on the shoulder saying good job or the opposite and you have to meet customers right so you have to the the human interaction is still really important so it's going to fall in between the two scenarios what it brings in terms of technology is that we're now looking at A lot of technologies that are are emerging and, and those technologies will help us to kind of like leapfrog what we call the digital transformation which is a completely new way of deploying data centers it's a new way of working because we you know maybe get more disconnected to actually be you know we don't have to be at a wi-fi network to get good connectivity because we get 5g so lots of good stuff happening lots of interesting stuff I always blog about this is the most interesting period in my IT period. And I definitely think that it's it's time to kind of like roll back and see whether you can exploit some of the exciting technologies out there and really make it matter to your company.
0: So on that note, in terms of exciting technologies, in what areas do you expect to see this innovation really take hold?
1: Well, um, you know, the the one you know notion that you know I'm always leaning hard up against is IDC saying 70% of all new data centers within the next couple of years will deploy be deployed in the edge. I'm really excited about that yeah. because edge is giving us a new perspective of how we can deploy data centers because okay so we're going to deploy them in the edge which means that we'll most likely not have any IT personnel nearby so we have to do deployment without having specialists in the room there's an issue around security and it gives us the benefit of taking compute power and move it into the edge, which means far out into areas where we haven't been able to compute before. Mm. the 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 real innovation is going to be when we release the power we have in that mm-hmm. technology, right? So I can give you an example. So we if you know if you take a police car, then, Today, you have a technology where you can scan the number plates of the car that the police car passes, right? And yeah. we give you instant information whether that car is stolen or you know something is wrong. Now, the problem is that that database is most likely not completely updated. With Edge technology, we can take a massive database, move it into the Edge, into the police car, and we can have real-time updates of... Everything that's happening, so it becomes a very, very efficient system for the police. Right. And we're doing it at a fairly low cost and we are using technology that we have now. So it's AI on edge and it's happening now in 2020. So, uh, you know, and and the backside of that is 5G. Right. So, you know, everybody's excited about 5G. I'm excited about 5G. I think it's absolutely great because we will have. A lot of areas where we are able to leap jump in terms of technology. Well, you know, take Africa. We've discussed that before in another podcast. Well, we're most likely going to jump one generation and go directly into 5G. It means that we can put 5G con- connectivity into you know, territories, areas, regions where we haven't had any data coverage before. That will give them a huge benefit in terms of you know, getting IT in as a benefit. Um, And then I talked about AI. So I'm really, really excited about AI. AI has been a concept where, you know, people are a little bit like, yeah, it sounds great, but we don't really know what it is. I truly believe that we are in a now position where we are able to take AI and bring AI into the data centers and really exploit what AI can do for companies, giving benefit to companies, taking the applications we have today in the core data center, move it into the edge, you know, to the example of the police car and really make it to something really, really new and something that are going to benefit the company immediately with the technology that we have today.
0: So, okay, let's explore that uh, that whole topic of AI then. Because not every company is going to get their heads around AI. What do you think is stopping people or do you do you see an acceleration right now for AI?
1: It's not like a solution where we can point our fingers saying, oh, that's AI. Mm. Because AI is it's many things. I think the best, you know, live example that everybody understands is that if you go to a big online portal and you're going to buy something, then immediately you get proposals around other products, you know, go look for... I don't know a car and then then you get suggestions for other cars or you get suggestions for accessories that you can buy when you buy your car right so we all you know we appreciate that when we have the buying experience it's the same, same thing with ai is that we there are so many new companies out there that are building new technology which is based on ai you know israel is a very very good example right it's some it's a country where there is coming a lot of startups and a lot of new companies. And a lot of those companies are actually basing their technology on AI. So the police car example is actually something that I've seen from a company in Israel that are bringing really, really cool technology to the market. And I don't think you get near it unless you get into workshops with us and some of our alliance partners like Nvidia and Intel and sit down and have a discussion on what's possible. What's the potential, right? And not let yourself limit to what you have today in your data center. So it's not about spending money and, you know, put what you have today and put into AI and into the edge. I think we need to we need to innovate. And if I look at what people are doing today, is that I actually think there are a lot of companies doing this. So they are stopping other projects, they are stopping other investments, and they are, you know, putting a source of money into innovation and, you know, you have to be excited about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the point that I was thinking is that, you know, all too often, there's this, you know, inherent thinking that AI is about taking other people's jobs or sort of, you know, making people redundant, but actually, it's so much more than that, right?
1: Yeah, or, or AI is going to kill you because everybody t- thinks about Terminator. <laughs> well, I, I don't I think I don't think there is anything dangerous in this technology, at least mm-hmm. not now or the next ten years. So now, now we have to use AI for something where we are giving everybody a benefit, mm-hmm. ourselves included, right? So I'm just just talking about companies out there. I'm, I'm talking about individuals, right? So you can you can do something really really cool with this technology. It could be an interaction with other medias, right? So, you know, some of the really interesting technologies is like you. everybody has, has to sit at home and 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 learn, right? So you used to go to school and now you have to sit home. And how do you do that in a way that you keep the audience, right, so the the pupils we have, you know, how do we keep them there? We do that by introducing AR, VR, right? So we make it completely different and you are in an AI, VR room, where you can actually see your teacher, you can reach out and touch things. So, you know, all of this stuff is going to be really, really interesting the next couple. Of years. It's just been a playground until now. But if we get the funds behind it, it's going to be something that we can make real. Not tomorrow, because we need some time, but within the next six to nine to 12 months, I really think this is going to explode. Yeah. And and 5G
0: is enabling all of this, right?
1: Well, five G is kind of like part of the vehicle, right? So data is the resource and 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 cloud is cloud is the platform. Cloud and edge is the platform and like and you know the hardware that we are building today for cloud, for edge is the vehicle together with five G, because then we can suddenly do amazing stuff, right? And we can we can integrate a lot of devices that don't have any connectivity today. and We can hopefully, at a very low, low cost, put 5G into those components and suddenly, you know, products can start to talk together. We can have products that can have m- multiple tasks doing stuff. So if you like, my favorite example is that you have a vacuum cleaner, robot at vacuum cleaner that sweeps the floor at night in the factory. Mm-hmm. Why not put equipment into that robot so it can do security as well, right? So if somebody wants to break in, it immediately goes back, you know, calls the police, right? So I think there's there's lots of interesting ideas. And that's why I'm talking about the innovation side is that if you go into a discussion with companies like us, right, is that you you have to pave new ground. That's innovation, right? And and we're very keen to do that. And we're doing it already with a lot of customers, right? So you know that's why I'm saying edge is happening right now. I'm 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 deploying edge in quite a few companies that you know are far ahead of their competition. So it will be a competitive thing as well.
0: So it seems like 5G is almost a missing link in all of this, right? 5G is making edge far more capable, it's making AI far more capable, it's making capturing data far more capable. Is that your, you know, understanding and perception?
1: We live we live in a data-driven world, right? People mm. and things <laughs> generate data outside the data center, right? And this is kind of like the last mile of the network. And if you look at where you know, compute power is being deployed right now as we speak and most likely the next two years. So if I look at that data, then network is really essential. It's not just because everybody's working at home, but you know, the 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 build out of 5G is going to happen really fast. You know, it's like so I've, I've seen research from uh, a company called CounterPoint Research, and they're saying that 50% of 5G Will be rolled out in 2023 so that's that's really really fast it's really soon yeah 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 so it's it's just around the corner and that's again you know my head is is like we really need to exploit that opportunity the way we do it by the way is that you know i talked about the executive briefing center that we have here in emea yeah. is that we have we call it Executive Briefing Center and Innovation Center, right? So, we have six innovation centers around the world. And what we do is that we we actually have a pretty big data center sitting in the backside of that that we run free of cost to our customers means that they can go into 11 kilowatt data center and they can take their applications on our high performance computing clusters and we can play for free right? So it's it's like an open door for innovation. And I would uh, really hope for the future that we can do way more with our customers and play around and, and Lego solutions. Uh, and, and again, it's open arms for our alliance partners, right? So when I talk to the big alliance partners, you know, VMware, Nutanix, Intel, mm-hmm. AMD, all of these guys, right? Nvidia, not to mention, not to forget about them. They They're really, really keen to be a part of this right and actually really interested in investing mindshare and the technology to do exactly that
0: yeah there's a lot we can do with our partners and with ebc so so let's bring it back down to you know what our customers out there are thinking and um, you know the industries that they are in you, you've talked a bit about healthcare healthcare you talked a bit about you know the police and public sector are there any other industry examples that you think are really going to make the most of this technology that's literally right at our fingertips right now?
1: Well, I think it's what well yeah obviously right I think there are, there's lots of industries right manufacturing would be another one but uh, I think the most you know exciting project right now is smart city, right so that's also kind of like being a concept in paper on paper and now it's actually happening for real so we are we're in a project together with a lot of other vendors, right? So this, this is a big uh, m- meshup of uh, companies going together to try to figure out how the future should look. And we're doing that with the city of Barcelona. So it's okay. it's part of a 5G pilot, but it's much more than just 5g. Yeah. and uh, And actually, you know we have uh, we have some very, very good stories and reference stories around this and and i would you know urge everybody to uh, to go in and uh, and look at like that so this, this is true innovation this is where we are participating we we bring in some of our technology together with a lot of you know networking vendors and and other vendors like lenovo and it's it's a pretty neat uh, you know it's a big investment for us but i think it's an investment in our future and i'm pretty sure that barcelona and a few other cities i think it's barcelona a city in china i can't remember the name so Mm. there's only a few cities working on this right now and that will definitely benefit other cities going forward
0: good to know Um, so once again bringing this back to our customers and you know those decision makers out there that are looking at the technologies that are you know coming their way right here right now where should their focus lie currently? what What decisions should they be thinking about? What, what what kind of things should they be focusing on in terms of looking at innovation, looking at the current situation, et cetera, et cetera?
1: Mm. yeah, well, it it actually it's a sum up of the stuff that we discussed, right? So uh, you need to start with what can you do with five g with edge, with AI? And then you have to roll it back to see how do we build the infrastructure in the IT data center to kind of like back up for those solutions to be real, right? Because, you know, still we have, a, you know, because of lots, lots of stuff, because we want to k- keep the data and, and, and be sure that we have full security around it. We don't want to push all of our applications into the cloud, right? So on-premise data centers is still a big thing in Europe, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, we need to connect. We need to have the the right IT infrastructure to support that, right? So we can't jump immediately into AI and edge, right? And very few industrial companies are actually building high performance computing clusters, right? And mm-hmm. if you want to build real AI, you need to go that way and look at that technology. We're really good at it, by the way, right? So we we have some pretty big clusters out there. So we we, are, we always, you know, very proud of our position in the top 500 of systems across the world where we have a number one position. And we have that because we know what we're doing and we have technology that are really, really top class, top of the line. And you, you can actually take that technology. I, I won't call it a commercial technology, but you can actually easily bring it into a commercial setup and have the same approach. You don't have to have a special degree rocket science to kind of like manage these clusters. So this is again something where you can go to our innovation center and you can actually see that technology live. We have some very, very big clusters that we use to test and benchmark for our customers. So again, an open invitation to go there.
0: Good. Thank you for that. So to finish off, are there any parting words you'd like to leave our listeners to think about?
1: Oh, you know, yeah, embrace technology. I think it's where it's, you know, I think that you cost free or at a very low cost can allow yourself to start the journey of innovation. Now, if people are thinking about, you know moving finances and go quicker into it we, we as a company with our alliance partners do have a lot of experience and we are we're re- really keen to help them to kind of like go the extra mile and find a way out of the stuff that are happening right now so the pandemic but also finding ways of innovate on the backside of IT and make it a real advantage for the company. So we get either better products, we become more competitive, or just find new exciting stuff going forward. It's a a together journey. That's my final words.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Pear. So you've been listening to the Lenovo Think Tech podcast. We'll be back next month. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe for future content.